You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about resisting the devil. This is the fifth lesson in this series. We're going to do 20 altogether. So if you would look at Mark chapter 16, verse 17, this is the second of the three great commissions that Jesus gave to uh, the disciples. This one came in Galilee on a mountain there. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. In fact, this is the first sign that he says you can recognize believers by. They will have authority over the devil. Um, there is no prayer to God mentioned at all in the New Testament for dealing with the devil. There's not one place where we're told to pray to the Father that he would stop the devil. Lord, stop the devil from this, stop the devil from that. Not one place where we are told to pray that. We are told to pray in the Lord's Prayer, lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. But he doesn't tell us to pray that the devil would not do this or the devil would not do that. We are given authority directly over the devil. The believer has been empowered and deputized, as it were, to deal directly with demonic powers. Now, the, the use of Jesus' name is a sign of a deputy taking the power of the authority that he's under. And so it is a relationship. Uh, a deputy can make an arrest, same as the sheriff. He has all of the powers of the sheriff to carry out laws because the sheriff has put those things into his hands. And so what we see here is a relationship, a personal relationship in using the name of Jesus. Now, the name of Jesus doesn't work for someone who does not have the relationship. It's not a wand. It's not a magic wand. It's not like a weapon that you could pick up and use. It can only work in the hands of those who are authorized to use it. So I'm going to read to you from Acts chapter 19, and I want to give you a story here to show you how that without the relationship, the name does not work. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. This is Acts 19.11 so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Even though Paul wasn't there, these handkerchiefs had the anointing of God on them, and they drove out these evil spirits. So it was God's way of multiplying the effect of ministry. Now, then... Some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Also, there were seven sons of Siva, a Jewish chief priest who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know. Now listen to what he said. He said, I know Paul, but who are you? 
Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this became known to all Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus, and fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. So um, this is a story uh, that shows that the relationship is necessary in order to use the name. The name of Jesus belongs to those who are in relationship. These guys tried to use the name without the relationship, and it did not work. So demons know those who are not in Christ, and they don't have to obey them. They have absolutely no regard for them, no respect for them. And that's what you saw there in Acts chapter 19. Now, by itself, this confirms the reality of the new birth. In other words, it shows that not only did the demonic powers recognize Jesus, but they recognized other people who either did not know him or those who did know him, which is a showing of there's something that the devil can see in those of us who have the life of God. Now, I'm reading now from Acts chapter 16. This is the story of Paul and Silas in their ministry in Macedonia, in the city of Philippi. And it says in verse 16, Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. She had a familiar spirit. This spirit would show her things about the people who came to her. And because she could tell them things about themselves that could only be known supernaturally, they believed everything else that she said. And they are being caught in a trap. You don't want to get involved in anything like this. Now this girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying... These men are the servants of the Most High God. Now remember, that's what the angel Gabriel told Mary. Jesus will be called the Son of the Most High. Now here, the representatives of Jesus are called the servants of the Most High God. It's the devil attempting to slip in and say, yeah, we'll, we'll tell you he's Most High, but we also are gods too. And that's what's going on here. So this spirit is attempting to associate with Paul and Silas to suggest that maybe they're on the same team. Now, the girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed... And I believe this was a righteous indignation. It, I, I promise you, Paul was bothered by the very first time she did this. But now it has reached a boiling point. And with his righteous indignation and, I believe also, the anointing of the Spirit was now working to do something. He turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that the hope of their prophet was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates. And they said, These men being Jews exceedingly trouble our city. 
And so they falsely accused him. They were beaten and thrown in prison. And then at midnight they praised God and you know the rest, how that they were delivered supernaturally. Now, I say all that to say this, that these demonic powers can tell who does not have authority over them. And they can also tell who does have authority over them. They can see in us either the life and the authority of God or the fact that we don't have it. They can tell that. And you see it very clearly here in Acts 19 and Acts 16. And so, again, I want to say this. What a tremendous disadvantage to be in a war zone, which is where we are on the earth in a hostile world where there are four different classes of evil spirits that are set against us and we have no authority over them to deal with them, to stop them in any way. What I want you to see is that God never ordained that. From the very outset of our commission to tell the story of Jesus, we were given authority to directly deal with and cast out demons. That comes to us from Almighty God. And so that's why it's important for you to know something about it and to be able to recognize these things. Now, there will be times that you'll blame something on the devil that really isn't the devil. But I can tell you this, far more often the devil is working and God's people are totally unaware of it. And they may be thinking this is just human. This is only human. A great deal of the tumult, the accusation, the lawlessness, these things that happen in our cities today, a great deal of this is due directly to the influence of demonic powers. And if we as believers will learn and take our authority, we can stop these things from having so much impact in our cities. I'm going to tell you this. There are some people who've been in ministry 10, 20, 30 years have never one time, not once, have ever said to a demonic power, stop it, I bind you, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. They've never spoken a word to him. And this should not be. I get it that some people overdo it. I get that. But on the other hand, there should be a time when you and I take authority because it has been given to us by the power of the name of Jesus. That's all the time I have for this one, but we'll pick up again here next week. I hope you'll join me then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.